Welcome to the Thought Leader Revolution with Nikki Ballou. Join the revolution. There's never been a better time in history to speak your truth, find your freedom, and make your fortune. Each week, we interview the world's top thought leaders and learn the secrets of how they built a six to seven figure practice. This episode has been brought to you by eCircleAcademy.com, the proven system to add six to seven figures a year to your thought leader practice. Welcome to another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. I'm your host, Nikki Ballou. Boy, do we have another exciting episode lined up for you today. Today's episode is another one of our thought leader nuggets. It's from chapter six of my brand new book, How to Create a Million Dollar Year Income, that I wrote with Perry Wong. And it's called Inspiration to Action. We're going to start with some quotes. You don't have to be great to start, but you do have to start to be great. That's from the great Zig Ziglar. Do you want to know who you are? Don't ask. Act. Action will delineate and define you. That's from the great Thomas Jefferson. So inspiration and action is all about what motivates you to act. In other words, what's your why? Why do you want to be successful? Is it because you want to make your family proud of you? Is it because you want to be a good provider? Is it because you want to live a life of meaning? Is it because you want to prove to yourself you can do it? What your why is, is the first thing you need to figure out. Once you've done that, then you need to ask yourself why that's important to you. What about your why moves, touches, and inspires you? Inspiration is what inspires you to act. It's what motivates you to take action. It's the key to getting you on the journey to success. This is especially true when you encounter adversity and it looks and feels like success is eluding your grasp. Simon Sinek, the author of the seminal book, Start With Why, and the man who delivered the third most viewed TED Talk of all time, argues that your why isn't just important to motivating you, it's also important to motivating others to buy into your vision and do business with you. In his book and in his TED Talk, Sinek states that people like the late Martin Luther King Jr., Steve Jobs, and the Wright brothers had little in common, but they all started with a powerful why. They realized that other people won't truly buy into a product, a service, a movement, or an idea until they understand the why behind it. Inspiration to action is important not just for you, but for your efforts to persuade your customers to buy from you and get behind your efforts. A great example of this is in the famous movie Rocky starring Sylvester Stallone. In that movie, the main character, Rocky, is an underachiever in life. He's been a boxer, but he didn't really apply himself and he became a bum. He ended up being a leg breaker for a local mafioso, but in the movie, They give him an opportunity to fight the heavyweight champion of the world, Apollo Creed. This opportunity galvanizes his spirit and has him discover an inspiration that he didn't know he had. He wanted to prove to himself in the world that he wasn't a bum. He was somebody, and that was worth fighting for. Spoiler alert! Even though he ended up losing the fight, he gave the champion the fight of his life. And in the final scene, when the two gladiators hug each other, beat up, bruised, and bleeding, Apollo whispers to Rocky, ain't gonna be no rematch. And Rocky whispers back, don't want one. He's proven to himself, Apollo and the world, that he's no bum, that he's someone worth noting. The story of Rocky demonstrates the principle of inspiration to action beautifully. Rocky is a man who's looking to live a life that he can be proud of, but he doesn't know how to do it. Then he gets the opportunity of a lifetime And the road to redemption is clear. He's motivated to get into action. and He trains like a maniac to get into shape for the fight. He's up before dawn to go for a long run alone. He's in a dingy gym doing clap push-ups and hardcore sit-ups. He's monomaniacally focused on his goal, which is to fight and win against the best fighter in the world. 
He loses the fight but wins his own self-respect, the respect of the heavyweight champion of the world and the respect of his family and friends and the respect of the whole world. In a way, your story is probably like Rocky's. You're probably successful, but you don't see it that way because you think you're capable of more. And you're right. You feel dissatisfied with your innermost being because you know that you were meant for more and you're upset with yourself for not manifesting it. You're looking for an opportunity to live a life that you can be proud of, but you're not sure how to do it. You long for an opportunity to prove yourself to yourself. W. Clement Stone calls this state of being an inspirational dissatisfaction. Basically, that means you're so unhappy with your current situation that it is motivating the heck out of you to do something about it. Instead of becoming sad or depressed about your current situation, you become motivated by it, so inspired that you become willing to do whatever it takes to change your situation. Another great example of inspiration action is Terry Fox, whose story I told in a previous episode. Terry was diagnosed with cancer and he had to have his leg amputated. The night before his cancer surgery, one of his friends gave Terry an article about Dick Trom, the first amputee to complete the New York City Marathon. Dick's story inspired him to run a marathon himself. He started a 14-month training program and told his family about his plans to compete in a marathon. His hospital experience made Terry angry at how little money was dedicated to cancer research in Canada. This motivated him to run across Canada and increase cancer awareness. The training was painful for Terry because they didn't design prosthetics at that time to take the pounding of running. He had bone bruises, blisters, and intense pain, but it didn't matter. On September 2nd, 1979, Fox competed in the 17-mile or 27-kilometer road race in Prince George, British Columbia. He came in last, 10 minutes behind his closest competitor. But his courage and his effort brought everyone who witnessed him to tears, and they gave him an enormous round of applause. After the race, he revealed his full plan to his family. His mother discouraged him, angering Fox, though later she came to support the project. She recalled, he said, I thought you'd be one of the first persons to believe in me, and I wasn't. I was the first person to let him down. Have you had people around you who you thought would back your dreams let you down? How did you react? Did you give up, or did you persevere? Terry was inspired to action, and he changed the world. He was, he's an international icon and a Canadian national hero, and it wasn't easy. But it was worth it because his courage inspired millions to get out of their comfort zone and do something big and brave. My friend Perry and co-author Perry's story is one that demonstrates the power of inspirational dissatisfaction very well. Perry was a relatively successful man in the insurance space for many years. He made well into six figures of income, but he wasn't satisfied with that. He wanted to do more. He wanted to do seven figures a year. Six figures wasn't allowing him to live the life of his dreams. He couldn't provide for his family the way he wanted to. He wanted to buy his wife her dream home. He wanted to send his kids to private school. He wanted to travel five times a year. He wanted to be able to invest to secure his family's future. He wanted to help other people become successful. He wanted to make a difference for others. Perry wanted to help other families that were suffering financially be able to create abundance for themselves. Six figures wasn't getting it done. Other people looking at his life would tell him he had a great life. He was successful. He had a beautiful and loving wife, and he had amazing, healthy kids. It was comfortable to live Perry's old life, but it wasn't satisfying to him. Even though he was comfortable, he wasn't happy with what he had. Deep down, he knew he was meant for more. He was meant to live the best version of his life and not the most comfortable version of it. Now, maybe you're asking yourself, what's wrong with being comfortable? Nothing if you want to live a mediocre life, but if you want to live a great life, 
an impactful life, you can't seek comfort. You must seek victory instead. And getting to victory requires that you accept being uncomfortable. Perry was inspired to action. He found an opportunity and he ran with it. He was willing to get uncomfortable and take the necessary action required to create the life that he wanted. Now he's making seven figures a year. His kids go to private school. He travels five times a year to amazing exotic places with his wife and family. And he's building his wife her dream house. Perry's helped over 200 other families create financial success for themselves. He's shown others how to build up their own self-belief and get rid of self-doubt. He gets to have a daily impact on people, and this is what drives him to this day. What about you? What's inspiring you to act? What is your inspirational dissatisfaction? Take a moment and write it down. The more detail, the better. This is what's going to give fuel to your inner fire to change your life and make it a life you can be proud of. Hey, Perry and I can do it. You can do it. Now, in the book, there's a simple scorecard that we've prepared to help you determine your level of inspirational dissatisfaction. So go buy the book. It's on page 27. And do the scorecard. It's really going to help you out. And then once you've done it, look at the statements you scored the lowest on. What action can you take today to raise your score? Write that down and schedule it in your calendar. And then follow through and take the action. That's how you win. Okay? So that's what I want you to do. So... And here's what I want you to do. Once you've done the scorecard, make an appointment in your calendar 30 days from now and redo the scorecard exercise. See if you've moved the needle on your score. In an article written for the journal Positive Psychology, researcher Erica Storkel writes that, quote, gratitude and happiness are two topics that have been long researched but have only recently become hot topics. As more and more people are becoming aware of the benefits of applying positive psychology, evidence-based theory, science, and methods to their daily life, gratitude and happiness are rising to the top of the priority self-checklist. If we take a deeper look at gratitude, we find that gratia is the Latin origin for gratitude, meaning grace, graciousness, or gratefulness. Gratitude is an appreciation from the receipt of something tangible or intangible from an individual giving thanks that makes you happy. As stated above, happiness has many definitions, but... Let's look at one from positive psychology. It's defined as experiencing frequent positive emotions like joy, pride, interest with less negative emotions like anger, sadness, and anxiety. And this is from a study by Lubomirsky in 2008. Further, happiness is related to life satisfaction, moments of pleasure, and appreciation of life. And that's from a study from Choda in 2016. End quote from the great Eric Historical. Now, one thing you can do right away is to wake up every morning and write out three things you're grateful for. Make this a daily discipline. Take a moment to feel into them. It's impossible to feel down and out and consumed by negativity when you're in a state of gratitude. W. Clement Stone was what Jack Canfield called an inverse paranoid. That means that he believed that God and the universe were plotting to do him good. Take on Stone's philosophy in this respect. You too can be an inverse paranoid. And look at your current level of inspirational dissatisfaction as God's way of giving you the motivation to act and make your life great. Remember, to every disadvantage, there's a corresponding advantage. And that's a quote from the great W. Clement Stone himself that sums up the power of inspirational dissatisfaction. And that wraps up another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. To find out more about the topics mentioned in this particular episode, go buy the book, how to Create a Million Dollar a Year Income by Nikki Ballou and Perry Wong. It's available on Amazon. And if you like this episode, share it with someone who needs to hear this message. Until next time, goodbye. 
This episode has been brought to you by eCircleAcademy.com, the proven system to add six to seven figures a year to your thought leader practice.